Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, discussing all things audiobooks with the authors that write the stories and the narrators that perform them. Brought to you by Viviana, Enchantress of Books. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast. I'm already laughing with my guest. <laughs> and I am chatting with narrator Austin Gray, a.k.a. Lily Drake. Welcome, Austin. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm well. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited. Yeah, and, no, uh, it's little, great. Yeah, little does the audience know we've already been talking for like half an hour and yeah. giggling <laughs> profusely. So I think it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a yeah. good show. Yeah, no, it's going to be fun. Um, we, of course, love to start with having you tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been narrating and how you got started. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I... How long have I been narrating? I don't know. Okay, so I went pro uh, in 2020, right at the height of COVID. So that was interesting. Did a couple of books before that. And I got started because I was, uh, well, I was super pregnant at the time. I was about eight and a half months pregnant. I was in a grocery store and I was having like a meltdown moment of, uh, you know, I had been doing ballet for 20 years as a ballet dancer and as a professional opera singer. And I was started to do more musical theater type of shows and um, things like parade and uh, what is it, the secret garden and, and um, things of that nature. And I was just like, so I just remember being so swollen and with child and to the point where people would just stare at you. Like, are you okay? Are you going to give birth? <laughs> on the floor right now and I'll be like no shut up don't look at me you know like like you just get so <laughs> like irritatingly angry pregnant you're like what is this child going to leave my body and uh, I was talking to a stranger in the middle of the grocery store and um we were just uh, I was just having a moment of like I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do I I don't know if I can be a stay-at-home mom and I I can't do theater with uh <laughs> with a newborn it's just not gonna work out that way and um and she goes well you know I love the sound of your voice I would totally pay you to talk to me and that was my light bulb moment and I was like genius making it happen and um did my first couple of books on borrowed equipment from my brother he had <laughs> I love how she said that had, my brother yeah, my brother <laughs> <laughs> and uh he had all this he had uh written some songs and uh, he produced his own like album or whatever. So he had like the recording equipment. And so I, he shipped it to me and I sat in my closet surrounded by clothes. And that's how I did my first two books. And then I thought, I think this might be a thing. I think I might be really into this. And um, everything just kind of skyrocketed from there. So yeah, that's how I got started. I didn't know anybody. I love hearing, by the way, I love hearing other guests on your show where they were like, oh, I was an actor and I moved out to LA. I was like, no, I didn't, I did not do any of that. I <laughs> was like desperate and pregnant and didn't know what I was going to do. Having anyway. an existential crisis moment there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Having that, you know, like whatever quarter life crisis it is and, and, you know, just realizing your life is about to change drastically with the dawn of this child and, um, just needing that creative outlet and that just happened to be audiobooks and it's become a thing. So I'm like super grateful. And I think I just had enough moxie. We'll call it moxie. I, I always think it's desperation, but I, I like moxie. I like moxie. Yeah. I like moxie so yeah. much better yeah. um, <laughs> just to do it and to make it successful and just to do the work. 
Yeah. There, it's, because there was no other option in my head, you know? Right. And it, how fortuitous was that you were having that moment in that grocery store mm. and that you were speaking to someone that said that to you, that poof, life ball came. And you do have a wonderful voice that it can be very calming. I'm going, <laughs> she told me to do the sleeping app if she hadn't done that yet, or the calm app. There's two for depending on the droid or the, uh, or the Apple. Um, mm. mm-hmm. I need um, to get in on that. Passive nice. income, girl, passive income. Um, <laughs> I'm literally writing this down. I keep yeah. extensive lists. Yes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but also the range that you have is really good. So you can still do that whole, everything's going to be fine, Vivi. You don't look good mm. in orange. It's okay. It's okay. Walk away. And <laughs> I need you to go to sleep now. Exactly. But also deep. if you need to hype me up and be like, we're going to, ooh, you know. <laughs> Get it together, bitch. Get yeah. it together. Exactly. The time is now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, I could just yeah. be a motivational app voice yep. for people. That, that could be another one too. Totally. Yeah. I can see it now, you know, I motivation by it. Austin. I love- <laughs> <laughs> Is there some point where I have to listen to my own self motivate? You know how you like listen to your own advice. I don't know if that's going to work out. <laughs> no, I'm great at giving mm-hmm. advice and, um, yeah, and like it's been told that it's fantastic. Me taking my own advice. Not so much. <laughs> not so great. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. I was thinking I about this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's fantastic. And everybody's journey is so different. I know that sometimes mm-hmm. people might think there's a bit of a pattern, but mm-hmm. honestly, there really isn't. They may have some things in common, whether they may have had some theatrical background or they maybe, you know, did some, you know, voiceover and animation or my favorite corporate America, where everything mm. sounds very boring, including HR. Um, <laughs> and now I'm like, mm, I like them apples, Mr. Sexy Time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine like somebody who is a romance narrator, like doing corporate today, like you could not do, you know, <laughs> it would have to be a pseudonym for sure. Similar yeah. how you have Lily of sorts, but yeah. yeah. I know for a fact, I mean, at my day job, which is, you know, I think by the time most people know that, you know, I work for, you know, Fortune 500 company, the mouse mm-hmm. here in Orlando is is huge and mm-hmm. within HR. So I have to do a lot of training here and there. And there's one or two where I'm like, man, if someone like fill in the blank was doing this, I'd be paying so much more attention <laughs> because the voice, just the voice, yes. not, you know, this is where yeah. I, I, I say the whole AI thing is happening and people are like, I know companies are going to do it because it's cheaper for them from a business mm-hmm. aspect. I totally understand that. You know, mm-hmm. it is a bottom dollar thing. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I'm going, you're doing a disservice for those of us that are fucking listening to the damn things. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And, you know, at some point it's going to be a gag. Like, it's going to be a joke. It, it's um, it's like it's going to appear on SNL or something like somebody's in a training and it's an AI voice. And, you know, like that's going to happen. So. Oh, absolutely. I'm so curious. Oh, yeah. gosh, I have to burp. Ah. Uh, okay. Sexy. <laughs> which happens, I know. Like, which happens all. Oh my gosh. I have to tell you. I was in, uh, I was recording a, a very steamy romance novel uh, last week. I was wrapping it up and I had the worst indigestion. <laughs> and so I would say these ridiculous, not ridiculous, but like very you know, like erotic things. And then I'd be like, and just, just belch it out. I'd be like, I... I'm not keeping this recording, but this is just the irony of like the work that I do. It's just, just the functions that happen in the booth are just like, 
you know, you're in here for a really long time and you can't not burp. And yeah. sometimes or, it's yeah, or you have the rumblies and the tumblies and the oh, mouth, the, yeah. the mouth noise. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. When, when things yeah, like that I, happen, I'm always going sexy and yeah. busting out laughing because I'm going, yeah, that, that, oh yeah. Yeah. Baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know how this book was made and it was, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> not as sexy as it sounds but that's mm-hmm. okay that's okay as long as the end product is good then we're good oh, yeah I mean but, we yeah. have no idea that you guys are sweating your asses off literally oh, yeah. and oh, you know yeah. you're wearing bathing suits at uh, Natalie with like cold compresses right. on yourselves oh, I've yeah. seen that yeah Megan oh, did yeah. a Megan Tusi did a great video on that like what I thought narrating would be like and then what it was <laughs> <laughs> what it, yeah what it really is <laughs> Oh my gosh. I did. Uh, uh, so most of what I do is like punch and roll, which most of like, I think most of what everybody's, but uh, I was doing a, a book for PRH and they do open roll. And I was like, I think that's the most terrified I've ever been in a recording situation because it's all the burps. It's all of the stuff. It's all of the stuff that happens and that gets recorded. And somebody, some stranger has to edit that out. And my stress sweat was so bad. It was just like, I'm not even wearing deodorant because it's not going to make a difference. It's just going to stink. And even my husband was like, babe, I love you. I would die for you. But if you don't shower immediately, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yes, okay, some companies yeah. and publishers do what you call open roll, um, yeah. which just this means you're just recording. And you might do yeah. a little snap or something to, 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 uh, to showcase that you need to go back and almost like the punch and roll part. And then mm-hmm. they go on for those that may not know. But that just means that everything stays in everything stays mm. in. I don't know why. I don't know why. And so I guess, I mean, because it's directed, they're direct, they're all directed sessions too. And so maybe it's just, I don't know if it's easier for them to mark. I don't know. It would just be so, so much easier. I mean, when, it's less for me to do, I guess. Yeah. I so when you say directed, is it that you're recording and you have the director there with you as you're recording? Yes. Ah. Yeah. 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 Oh. So not only um, is and- someone else going to hear it afterwards, to edit that shit out, but they were there for it too. They were there for it. Yeah. <laughs> and they have to mark in their script when I stopped. So they have like a, a marking system that they use. And I think each company is a little bit different. Um, it's that the director uses to tell the editor that, you know, there's going to be some time here that they need to go back and, and pick up. But yeah. Yeah. I was just mortified. And then by the end of day three, you're like, oh, fuck it. Like, like <laughs> I'm a human. They're a human. Yeah. Like they're going to, they're going to know. There's voice. people that, yeah, they're being yeah. hired that have the job to get this stuff out. So the author exactly. is happy with the sexy times and the, it's the everything. It's a job. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. It's funny too, because there's some, you know, not uh, a lot of times when the narratives first starts, they don't realize that they have to do some, a lot of that editing them themselves. And yeah. usually that's at least the mistakes that you pick up on or those, you know, mouth of flabberness that you're going, fuck, 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 fuck of sorts, mm-hmm. you know, because that word does not come out. It's pesketty. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Emphatic. I think I could, oh. I just did a, a pickup package where it, it was, I kept saying empathic instead of emphatic. Mm. And I was like, look for the next book. Could you just not? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just oh. not say it? like I, my brain does not like this word it was just it was crazy how things pop up like that but yeah when you're first starting out you don't know no one really tells you that you have to edit all of this <laughs> stuff yourself until you get connected and get to know people 
Um, or some people have the, uh, I, the privileged position of like investing in coaching before they really get started. And I'm always so envious of them. I'm like, you got it made. You did, <laughs> you, <laughs> you didn't have to go through what I went through in the beginning and, you know, question everything that came out of your mouth. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, uh, definitely a conversation we've been having a lot, especially as of late, it seems more often than not. Thank you, TikTok, um, Mm -hmm. about the importance of coaching. And because Mm -hmm. there is such a thing, just like that person said about you, you have a great voice. And that that's a good start mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's a good start a, if you're... a good a good voice does not a great narrator make make so... exactly I mean <laughs> so, yeah exactly I mean you obviously don't want to sound like Steve Urkel if you don't know that reference google it um <laughs> <laughs> but if you, that's, that's a good start you have a great voice but there's a lot more to it aside from obviously equipment skill sets that need to happen mm-hmm. you, you know but there's also that coaching as far as the going about narrating and things. So there's so many great coaches out there and with a lot of different price points. And yeah. there's a couple of websites that have even a lot of documents and resources and even little mini workshops for free. So yeah, there's no yeah. excuse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, Not and, so and a then, couple of years ago when you started. So, so, you know, no, no, yeah, no. So, uh, yeah, and then the, and then the struggle is knowing who's legit and who isn't. So for a person from a, a, like a high art performance background, you're only dealing with people who are very highly trained and highly skilled and have been doing so doing this, like whatever it is you're doing, like with ballet and opera, it's so much training. And then you flip over into audiobooks and it's like, I'm a coach, $150 an hour. I'm like, what, who, who are, who are you? Like, who are you? And, and so it's just figuring it. That took the longest for me was the tech learning the tech and then learning who to trust and who actually knew what they were talking about. Like that was the hardest thing. Yeah. yeah it seems like everybody's a subject matter expert. I like to say mm-hmm. just me and I'm going, you've just been listening to audiobooks for the past two years and you've social, you know, on social media have said how it's hard for you to even get through a book, but you're going to market it. Okay. Um, okay great. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah that, about that. Yeah. That seems um, terrible. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or even then, yeah. I mean, as again, not to hash up some other stuff, but again, mm-hmm. as you said, very poetically, I may have to do a graphic with that, by the way, the, mm-hmm. you know, having a great voice does not an, a narrator make. Yeah. And it's that's a, a hard start. lesson for some people to learn. Oh yeah. Uh, especially, so I love, so I do a little bit of coaching. It's very specific and it's only like word of mouth because I want to work with people who want to get into it and have have the, the talent to do it. They just don't know where to go. And so my passion is showing them, Hey, these are some people you could actually trust. Like don't flounder around and do what I did. Here's how you'd wade through all of the bullshit. And, and here's how to go about this. Um, and, and, um, I discovered, uh, I forgot where I was going with that, but I am going to go this way instead. I uh, discovered that a lot of narration, people are going to hate me for this. We might have to edit this out later, but um, I've discovered that a lot of people who are calling themselves coaches are not coaches. They are actually consultants. So when you get a lot of subject specificity, I do speak words for a living. When you get a lot of subject specificity with a coach, it might mean that they're actually a consultant, which is good. 
you sometimes need a consultant, especially with marketing or business. You, you have a problem, you take the problem to them. They tell you exactly what you need to do. What a coach actually does is teach you how to fish. So they're not going to give you the fish. They're going to teach you how to fish, right? And they will uh, ask you questions that promote your own self-discovery. So you yourself are, they are pulling the answers out of you and showing you that you already know what to do, but you just need to trust yourself to do it. And um, that's what a real coach really does. And I, I love that. I love like discovering new voices and I love showing people that they are capable of doing this thing that they want to do. Um, that to me is priceless because I think in audiobooks, it's just such a huge platform for people's, uh, for people to express themselves in a way that you can't do that on stage. You're not being judged by how you look. You're only being judged by how you sound. And so we need all the voices. We need all the voices. And I always want to give a leg up to new people or people who think they can't or so a lot, like by and large, what I do is like confidence coaching and, yeah. <laughs> and like, okay, let's, you know, let's parse this out. Why do you think that about your own art? Why do you think that about yourself? What are you, you know, like all this, all this stuff. So but that's a great point. And so I appreciate you bringing it up because I think there's a disconnect sometimes when it comes down to the labeling. And I know sometimes labeling mm -hmm. has a negative connotation to it, but when it comes down to businesses, we need to label things. Mm -hmm. And it, there is, a, that's 100% the truth. There's a difference between a coach and a consultant. You can even do a coach and a mentor, you know, difference between a coach and a mentor, because there's a lot of different aspects to things. There's been one time where I had someone, I'm like, damn, you have a really good voice. And started working with him. And I was more like that. I was the the resource as if I was like Wikipedia, you know, dot com of sorts and providing mm -hmm. some of the knowledge and stuff like that. And I think someone said, oh, so you're coaching him. I go, no, 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 no. I am not <laughs> coaching him. That is not what I do. Um, I mm. might tell him you sound a little bit robotic in that sample, you know, pretend like you're mm. talking to somebody. But that's not me coaching. That's me telling you, you sound robotic. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this that's is tongue me up, just baby. telling you my opinion. I don't yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think, I think I love the why. So when somebody is sounding robotic, or if somebody just is disconnected and it's manifesting in a really weird way, um, I always just want to ask them, "What are you thinking about this scene? Why do you think that? What is the author trying to say? Why do you? Why is there a disconnect between what the author's trying to communicate and what you are communicating? And so it's just asking, just kind of peeling back the layers. And more often than not, it's it's insecurity of some sort. They're not it's trusting just a the random words. Random it's something about it, 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 or you know, it could be something from their childhood, or like something so random. This is when the random stuff starts to happen. And I'll just be like, really? Well, why do you? what makes you think that what has happened in your life to make this true for you? And, um, do you think that's a truth or do you think that's a lie? You know, if somebody told you, and oftentimes somebody said something to them in passing and they just ingrained it in themselves so deeply, like maybe, uh, somebody told me early on that I was too sing-songy and I was like, well, they're like, I'm never going to get away from that. Like, you know, like even in the course of our conversation, I'm going to hit about four octaves, you know, like it's just, yeah. <laughs> this, is my end. this is how I talk. And, and if somebody doesn't like that, that's one thing, but I need to know why, or like, 
what makes that true for them? What are they, because there's something underneath that, that they're hearing. And what they were hearing was a disconnect between me and the text. And then that is enough for me to build upon and go back and kind of like (laughs) deconstruct where I'm at and say, okay, why am I not connecting with it? Like, what is it about this that I'm, and sometimes it's fear. Sometimes it's a subject matter that I'm really uncomfortable with. And sometimes it's a voice that I'm uncomfortable with, you know, and so it's just getting to the heart of the matter with, with people and showing them that they're capable. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's just like, you can do this. Now, do I take my own advice? No, I do not. I pay other people (laughs) to tell me (laughs) the exact same thing. (laughs) So, yeah. I know. Yeah, I yeah, know. I've been there so many times. But yeah, no, it, it's very similar um, with him. It was one of those where it, there was a disconnect. And so having those conversations and th- and then also connecting them with the coaches from the acting mm. part of things and, and mm. the sounds. And because that's the other thing, too. With the characters, you have one voice for the main character, but then you're also doing all the side characters unless you're lucky enough to do a you know full cast <laughs> situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then finding those grooves and finding all that stuff. That's what a coach does is help you find mm-hmm. those moments. But yeah, a consultant is a, it's a really good way to describe it and to also differentiate mm-hmm. for those two. Because there's many people that are like, I, I just help. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. But I don't think you can call yourself a coach. Though. Correct. You know, like mm-hmm. I think you got to differentiate between the two. Yeah. Sure. And then What's that it? way it's not misleading to people. Either, uh-huh. You know? Yeah, well, it's the same thing I always tell people like, okay, well, yes, they're calling themselves a graphic designer, but they're using Canva and only know how to do Canva. And the Canva is right. great. I love Canva, but that's not graphic designing. That's called using templates. And there right. is a difference. Right. Yes. yes <laughs> there is a there huge is. difference. Yeah. You know, yeah. so same thing goes with everything. You know, you might mm-hmm. have a good idea on a marketing plan and it worked great does not mm-hmm. make you a market specialist <laughs> so, exactly yeah yeah and that's okay you, there's a space for both absolutely exist. yes yeah yeah exactly yeah. and that's where too it needs to happen where there isn't a competition between the two mm-hmm. because the skill sets are different yeah and the knowledge is different and there's enough space mm-hmm. for everybody and depending mm-hmm. on what the client needs they're going to go mm-hmm. to one route and that's it. Same thing with the narrators. If they need just more of a consultant to get them started, then they yeah. can save their money for the coach for after a few, one or two books, exactly. you know? So that's exactly. how that works. Same thing yeah. with buying a mic. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, that was one of my biggest hurdles is getting, getting started and buying the right equipment and figuring out like, like what, how even to go about that it was just like uh, it's daunting there's a lot of info out there there is yeah there's there's a lot lot. of bad info out there too yes and then trying to match a mic to my to my voice was just a whole nother thing and then you have to match the mic to your space yeah and that's a whole nother thing so it's just a lot of people don't know that they just think that you can buy a mic based on the quality of the mic as far as you know the parts no um, but there's actually a thing with regards to how you sound your voice tone and your, what your register is to yeah. the mic. And that is yeah. helpful. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot yeah. of little nuances, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, just glad can... I had Gary with me. I'm like, Gary, I'm doing the podcast more often and I want a better <laughs> mic. Gary Furlong, what do I do? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, and it's it goes beyond a regular mm-hmm. Facebook post. Like I see Facebook posts all the time from new narrators who are like, I need mic recommendations. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. have you considered? No. Okay, cool. Uh, great. Yeah. You know, like you're going to find, they'll find their way eventually. But do. you know, it's a, it's a process. It's yeah. just a process. And it I think is. that's why it's so great to remember that this is a journey. You know, people, you can't flip in and out of audiobooks you know, unless you're in VO world, you know, altogether, you just sort of do it or you don't. And, um, there's that commitment or there isn't. And, you know, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. You just got to take things in stride. Yeah. And if you also do some of the homework, um, I, I know that yeah. sometimes, especially yeah. with the, uh, more, um, longer, you know, like, like lifers and narration get constantly asked. And I'm sure you as well. So I Want to be a narrator? How where I get started? And I'm going www.google.com. Google.com. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, then start like, there. Yes. Yes and no. So yeah. So with I used to offer like a free 15 minute like consult just to see because you can tell almost right away if somebody's going to be a decent Serious? Uh, actor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, there's like there's like a bent toward that kind of understanding and um so you can kind of tell and then I got away from that really quickly because it was just I was ending up spending like hours with people and talking about like their life stories and how they could bring that to the table. I was like I'm not charging near enough money yeah. <laughs> for my time <laughs> and out of respect for myself we're gonna you know jack the price up for this but yeah I mean that's that's a tough spot to be in when somebody asks you that because they don't they don't it's like where do you point them to to really discover so like narrators for map is always really great i point people in that direction and i just say so like take the time mm-hmm. you know to peruse the website make this your hobby for like a month six weeks and just go through all of that information and if you don't know it's okay just put a question mark by it you will answer that question in in due time but you know what you're really trying to figure out is your why like you have you can't be an actor and not have a why <laughs> like it's yeah, just like a I've learned that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you know, and so, and, and people, once they figure that out, then the light bulb goes off and they're like, okay, now I can do, you know, the digging in the trenches and, um, you know, I can do the work now. Yeah. Now yeah, it becomes finding the work and figuring out where you want to find the, the work. And that's just another yeah. conversation. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could talk about that forever in another episode. Oh, yes. Just so make it the title. be a narrator. Oh God. Sweet, merciful heavens. But then, you know, I would have a resource for people and be like, Hey, just listen to this hour long podcast. We'll make it happen. Yes, we will figure it out. The terrible things that go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll totally do it. But now that you've (laughs) understood the why and everything, stuff like that, when it comes down to your performance um, Mm -hmm. and choosing how these characters are going to sound, aside from the the information that you've been given either by the directing cast um, or the the author with the lovely spreadsheets that tell you accents and and lisps and cadence. I wish. Does that happen? Does that happen? Sometimes, yes. Oh, sweet, merciful heavens. Uh, yeah. Continue with your. Yeah. Okay. Add that to your pocket. Yeah. No, no, you're good. No, it's a good, it's a good thing because a lot of people may not know this. And that's one of the reasons why I love talking oh. about it is that uh, sometimes it goes like the author has no, like, really, I could do that. I'm like, yeah, you can. 
you're supposed to. It's your book. It's your baby. Otherwise, instead of a Russian, you're going to get a Southern bail. <laughs> and that's just a waste of everybody's time and money. But also from a narrative perspective, you guys are allowed to request it. And you can make that into a part of your welcome package saying, I need the, the yeah. following information. You know? Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. It is It is a part of my welcome packet. Um, but it doesn't, sometimes it's, things get overlooked and, you know, things just, it's an artistic process and sometimes things don't fall naturally where they should or you know you're just you're just you know you get ahead of yourself a little bit but yeah yeah and even from even from producers even from like big pub to mid pub you know whatever wherever you people fall on the spectrum sometimes I get nothing and then sometimes I get a direct offer and I will ask those questions and the author or the producer will respond we don't care. Do you, you just do what you do. And there's something also very flattering about that. And mm-hmm. also very like, no you realize wrecking. I'm going to throw spaghetti against the wall and see if it sticks. Like this is experiment <laughs> time. You've given me full reign. You understand what you just did, right? Like there's no going back. Like we're in it. This is deep end. Like we have just dumped into the deep end together. Pray to sweet baby Jesus. And yeah, like, mm-hmm. exactly. That yeah. everything comes out. Okay. Yeah. But, so um, well, how do you decide how they're going to sound aside from all those you know, information that you may or may not get. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I let, I, uh, so for me personally, I just let the the manuscript be what it is. Just let it speak for itself. And beyond like he was tall and skinny, like, well, how do you make a person sound tall and skinny? I don't know. <laughs> you know, like I don't have no, I don't know how I do that. Um, I just do that. And um it's more of a vibe that I go for than it is, well, I'm going to use this vocal technique or I'm going to place this farther forward or I'm going to, you know, people can get, I can, I tend to overthink things all the time. I am a five on the Enneagram. If you're familiar with that, I will think things into oblivion and it's better for me if I just kind of set my brain aside I will do a full read of the manuscript and I'll just get a general vibe of all the characters. And then I will go back and look at what my prepper has sent me, what the author has sent me, and and I will piece the things together and I'll come up with an image. And so all all of my, uh, my prepper is wonderful. I don't think I could do my job without her. Um, But she, uh, I requested that she color code everything the way the vibe is for the character and if we're picking up on the same vibe like then then I know I'm kind of on the right track so it's very very not uh, a concrete uh, method but that seems to work out best for me if I just focus on kind of what their vibe is instead of like well this person needs to be high-pitched or this person needs to be low-pitched or you know, I don't, I don't do genders that way either. So women can have deeper voices than men and men can have very high voices or men can speak with a lot of range. And, you know, there's not, there's not a a classification necessarily for men versus women. It's just, does that voice carry the character? And um, that's always the question that I'm asking. Mm -hmm. No, that's good. It's a. I love how you said it's about the vibe. Obviously, aside mm-hmm. from when you're told that he has a southern, you know, Texan accent versus a southern Georgia yeah. accent, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah, it's and important. It's funny you mentioned. Yeah, you mentioned accents too, and that 
that also prevents many performers from getting overtaken by the accent. So a, a lot, of, and like, especially for a person like me, who's like super type A, goal-oriented, color coding, like, you know, spreadsheet, all that kind of stuff. I can- I think I love you. Get in my head. <laughs> Are we instant friends? Because we can, let's do this. Totally, like, we're yes. already getting drinks. We're already getting drinks at Allure. It's already happening. Um, she said spreadsheets. So, <laughs> yes, I do. I love a good spreadsheet. Um, so Airtable is my best friend. Um, but uh, yeah, so, so I, especially with learning a new accent, I love learning new accents. And um, I will speak the language first. I will learn to speak a couple of phrases in the language quite authentically before I will ever tackle the accent of the character. So when I, uh, when I get into the moment and I'm recording, I've got the vibe, I've got the information that I need, and I've got the cadence of the language that they originally spoke. And that makes, that just prevents being overtaken by the the accent because people just get really up in arms about accents all the time and 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 rightfully so in in most cases um but at the same time you're just trying to give a performance you're not trying to like learn a new language completely right you've got time you're on a time limit you're you've got people with uh, deadlines and demands and all this kind of stuff but that that's how i go about that um which was not your question, but I just, yeah, <laughs> no, whatever. no, I love it. No, we were going to the next question that I had in my, my list was about accents because Ooh. we are suckers for them. I mean, we yeah. always love it, whether it is a Southern accent or an mm. Irish or British, but I also know that you all have your favorites to perform as well as your, yeah. Oh God, you're no, 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 not that one. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So what yeah. are your favorite accents to perform? I love, uh, different southern accents and because I'm from the south I love different southern accents and different British accents and they're very very similar people don't realize that southern accents are based on British accents and they have developed over time they've morphed over time and so you have a very similar cadence structure between uh, like an RP accent and a antebellum accent. Um, and we don't have any recordings from that time, right? So we've made it up along the way. And that's also the funny thing about accents is you like it, you could be talking to this to people who were born and raised in the same town and they will speak in a, sim- in a similar accent, but in a very different way. Like, you know, it's their voice. And so it's funny how you need to be precise with your accents, but there's also there's also room for give in in performing them because it has to be character based always, always. And so, um, yeah, so I love a good southern accent. And we are nearing the end of my workday, and my my own southern accent is going to start coming out because I'm tired. Like I've been up since five, so oh. it's been like a fourteen hour day for me. And um. If I'm not focused, I'll start saying things like time. I say time a lot. And um, <laughs> um, y'all, y'all come starts to come out. And I've lived all over the South. So it's like an amalgamation of things. And so, like, so. So, yep. That sounds like, oh, I heard that one. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah. and people will catch it and they're like, that's not how it sounds. Or things like pronunciations of 
of mm-hmm. of names, whether there's a street or a city versus, you know, how in a visitor says it versus a local. Yeah. And oh, yeah. th- those are things that are very helpful when the author provides the, how do you want me to say yes. this? Because otherwise it's going to be Kissimmee versus Kissimmee, right. you know? Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, like I had to do uh, uh, a New Orleans accent and they say ort for art, like A-R-T. They have like a or ort kind of sound. Yeah. It was very interesting. It's just so fascinating. And people are so transient now that they are a little bit more like me where they have an amalgamation of an accent. So whenever I can create a new accent, I'm, I'm in, like, I don't care what the book's about. I don't care what John I'm in. Like, I want (laughs) to create that new, that new sound. I just love new sounds like that. Mm -hmm. That's so fascinating to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Well, now we also know that if there's an author out there that wants an accent invented, come talk to her. I'm your girl. (laughs) She's your girl. girl. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the different genres and not really hearing when it comes down to accents, but do you have a favorite genre to perform? No, I love, uh, can I say I love all of them without being you, super cheesy? You could, um, but then I'm going to get a drinking new or two later and, and when we go to uh, and a lore like, and I'm going to be like, so <laughs> which one do you really love the most? And you're going to bust out with like, oh my God, the shifters. No. <laughs> Listen, I love um, I love all different types of genres. I get I get uh, I get bored. I'm gonna say this very carefully. I get a little bit um, over it. I'm gonna say over it if I narrate the same the same genre back to back to back to back to back to back to back. So I cannot do a whole slew of like YA shifter romances. I got to change it up. There's got to be like a nonfic in there somewhere or there has to be like just something else. Um, And part of that is for my own safety too, because uh, many of these, the genres that I narrate are um, either erotica or they are um, angsty teen romance things or they're somebody once told me I had a very ethereal voice. And so I, and I do get cast a lot in, in uh, heavier material, which is fine, but I can't do that back to back. I've got to have like a rom-com, like something to break it up. And they all follow a very similar formula. And I love it when I can work with authors who go against that formula. Um, But personally, I love to read uh, what is it called? Magical realism. So people just going about their everyday life. And then all of a sudden, you know, they discover a door or there's a pop-up circus or there, you know, like something out of the ordinary happens. I think that just, just more relatable to me. Cause I feel like, I feel like I want to live in a world where magic could happen at any time. And, and sometimes it does happen, you know, like, like it, it, may not be actual magic, obviously, but it feels like magic to me, like me having that conversation with that woman in the grocery store. I've never met her before and I've never seen her again, but she said, just saying the, that, that simple phrase has set my life on a whole new trajectory. And to me, that's very magical. That's like, I cannot, there's no explanation for that. So I kind of love that, that relatableness of magical reading. So now I have to keep an eye on you when you're at Laura saying, Austin, that door does not lead into anything fun. (laughs) It's literally storage. There's nothing magical there. (laughs) That is a broom closet, sweetie. You had one too many. Let's veer this way. (laughs) 
Yes. But at least now I know that when you're busting yeah. out with, I wonder what's through this door. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's looking for that, her magical oh, realism. Yeah. I'm like, mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. going to feel not so magical in the morning. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've mentioned it a couple of times for those that are mm-hmm. um, are new or have not realized that the Allure is an upcoming event happening in September over in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it is the first official only, you know, focus specifically only on audiobooks. And yeah. so you'll have the traditional book signing concept, but you're also going to have the narrators be a featured on there as well versus a, oh, look, and we also have some narrators, but it's the mm. first of its kind. And you're going, is this going to be your first convention that you've attended as a signing narrator? This is, this is my first convention ever. <gasps> so... I am excited and equally terrified, <laughs> but I think it's going to be good. Like it's mm-hmm. butterflies in the stomach, but they're good butterflies. They're not dreadful butterflies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They're um, not the red flag butterflies. <laughs> right, 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 right. And um, no, I'm, I'm actually very excited to meet the authors that I've been working with these past couple of years. And so, um, so it put a name with a face and actually like meet people face to face because I started, I was, you know, heavily in 2000 or sorry, in um, 2020 height of COVID didn't, couldn't meet anybody. Everything was canceled for like a year and a half. <laughs> and um, we forget that that happened. It was very traumatic. And, um, <laughs> you know, like, so I, I think this is my first big outing. Okay. I should say it's a lot so for, it's, it's a first for many of us. Um, yeah. as far as that big outing, it would be the, my first as well. So I, I hear you and I'm going, I'm I have so to excited. people. <laughs> so drinks, drinks, yeah. definitely. definitely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. So I am, I am very introverted and I, I think I, uh, I have some roommates, uh, people that I'll be staying with there. And, and I was like, look, I don't know whether I want to go to the extra events because there, there's a speakeasy happening on one night and then there's a big gala. And I was like, I want to go, I want to go. But my introvert self is like, you're going to be so tired of peopling that it's just, I don't know how I'm going to be. You know, I, I might be a wallflower. I might just like accept it and embrace it. Like you just, you just don't know. Like I have a, all, a whole line of like coping mechanisms for all of the peopling that's going to happen. Um, but it also might be like the most uplifting thing ever. And so this is like the introvert's dilemma. <laughs> so, um, and a friend of mine posted, my roommate posted, I am heavily introverted to just just roll with it and accept that you're going to be exhausted. So block out two days upon your return where you just sleep and eat food and, and rehydrate. Like that's, that's all you need to be doing. And that is enough. Like that is enough. And, and, um, and she was like, just accept it. And I was like, okay, all right. So I am, I'm going to all the things and Yay. I'm going to speak to all the people and do all of the, you know, like you said, peopling. And, and I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a good time. And I get to meet like my co-narrators. Yes. I've never met these people. <laughs> so these <laughs> are the just people. wild to me because we're like voicing these very intimate scenes. Uh-huh. And then it's like, all right, I did my job. I'll see you later. <laughs> and like, and, and like, I think Gregory Salinas and I have done like four, I've done like four books together now and I've never met him. And like, you know, like it's just. Like, and I looked on your, uh, uh, what is it? Your cast of people, like people you've had on your show. There's like 10 people I've, I've worked with and I've never met before. So I'm, I'm very excited to, to just, to just have like a face-to-face time. Mm-hmm. So that'd be 
really cool. Yeah. Well, that's, I think, where most of us are in the same boat as you and that we've either talked to you guys on social media going, oh my God, I love how you did so-and-so character. Um, mm. Or we're scheduling emails because we're scheduling chats and or saying, hey, I just threw your name in the hat for a casting. So if you get this email, answer it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and things like that and now i'm gonna be like hey oh my god and it's just to be that whole in moment in real life thing and there's so many of us that have has sort of these different levels of relationship with you guys uh, as well as the authors and we're going to be like yay you know so it's gonna be those moments of like ah but yeah i was uh, i am an introvert as well i think most of people um that will do do book stuff yeah. like our introverts yeah. including the authors and and mm-hmm. then we we, we got to do this stuff um <laughs> yeah yeah but uh but it's gonna be fun and i'm glad that you're going because i was gonna tell you i go well um i need you to go out to at least the red carpet because i'm doing the whole live yeah. show for the red carpet and i'm gonna yeah. be like austin come here <laughs> I, <don't laughs> yeah. I have like agonized over what to wear by the everybody way everybody like, is I don't I don't know what to wear. I'm bringing like faux leather things. I feel like that's appropriate, but also you need to look professional and you're greeting people. And so it's just like, it's like sexy office worker or just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how far do you go with things oh. for this type of event? And and then I, I have a realistic, like a reality check. Like no one, no one's going to be lining up to like see me I feel like they're gonna see Michael and Greg or whatever and like there'll be a line of people and they'll be like oh yeah that's what's her face they'll be like yep that's me I'm what's her face cool cool stop it and I'll, like, <laughs> I don't know do you know what I mean like like it just I have no idea what to expect and that's terrifying for an introverted five <laughs> but yeah. also also kind of exciting it's a safe yeah. group of people and it's people it like is. for a while so yeah and yes. I think that that's where we feel better too. And as, as far as the attire goes, I will tell you that it runs the gamut. You will okay. find individuals that will do like the business casual attire because they're mm-hmm. there to network and promote themselves or a company that they're working for and things like that. And they, yeah. they know it's a casual thing, but they also want to bust out with the, I'm a professional too. It's a and, work thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm very similar to that, but I'm also going to be the girl that says, probably wears a shirt that says something, you know, witchy this or fuck you that. I mean, it's yeah. going to happen. Uh, yeah. And then you can also find out that you need to make sure you wear comfortable shoes. Yes. Because you're going to be on your I, feet yes. a whole lot. Yeah. 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 And and then a <laughs> snacky bag where you can have some really small snacks for, and then water with you all the time and, really and throw lodgings in because you're going to be dwelling on that brilliant mm-hmm. i love all this advice yeah i hope some other narrators are listening and they're attending and they yeah no yeah it, it's it's one of those things where you you don't stop to think about it until mm-hmm. you're in the moment and i've been caught off guard several times <laughs> <laughs> i'm like just why am i sounding like emma wisdom. wilder after yeah. eight hours of freaking talking and and emma has this lower register very sultry you know sexy mm. you know voice and i'm mm. going yeah. i i sound like her but not anywhere near the sexiness and, <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh this is where if i would have had cough drops it would have helped it would have helped yes. yeah okay so, all right mm-hmm. lozenges yeah. water mm-hmm. cozy shoes yes got mm-hmm. it okay yeah. right. really um okay yeah, and also making sure to step outside the hotel every once in a while to get fresh air and to yeah, enjoy the city too a little bit if you can. Oh, yeah. You know, because that's important too while you're there. Just some mental yeah. breaks of not peopling. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good introvert coping mechanism too, where you just feel like you can't give anymore. You got to go refill. So you step outside, you refill, and then 
you know, and honestly, sometimes when I step outside of events like this, I get to have smaller uh, group conversations. So it's not so like, it's not so busy. Um, and you step out and you run into somebody and you get to have like a one-on-one conversation. And that is very like, that lifts me up too. So, yeah. And yeah. that's the other thing too. Yeah. Sometimes we forget that, um, cause we're so focused on getting the books and making sure that I have all the books with me so I can make sure that I have everybody yeah. sign it. And then I'm oh, like, yeah. I didn't get a chance to talk, but there's going to be a lot of time in between signings and in between the workshops and things like that, where it's just a matter of, you know, hang out in the lobby and you'll see people will come up to you. I know a lot of times people have even posted saying, Hey, I'm going to be in the lobby relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, between one and two, feel free to stop by or my favorite. Cool. I'm at the bar. <laughs> yeah. That'll be, me. By. <laughs> That'll be me. Just throwing that out there. Um, yeah, I will be at the, I will need to calm some nerves and, mm-hmm. you know, clear liquor is a great yeah, way to do that. Exactly. Yep. So, yes. so, right. so, so things like that. So it will be fun right. and you'll see a bunch of different things happening even within there that I, mm-hmm. I think sometimes fans are like, Oh, I didn't know we can do them. Like, no, no. Yeah, you can. Just like if you're, if you're listeners, if you want to have a, a couple of hours to yourselves, but with your group of book friends, go do mm-hmm. lunch outside you know, or go, you know, pick a room that's the most organized and order, you know, room service. It's quieter. You'll get to re, you know, regroup mentally and physically, but also spend that quality time that you, you don't get to do because you're working and you're not with each other. So that's the other thing too, that I always advocate, go spend some time with your friends, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and things like that. So brilliant. Yeah. I love it. Just tell me all your wisdom, Viviana. I'm no longer my interviews. No, no I was going to say that. That's the, the thing. Things. though. No, because we're, that's what I don't want this to happen. Um, no, what but, <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, you'll have to learn along the way. Cause I'm still learning too. I mean, I've been doing conventions mm. for a long time, but there's, you know, what works for you may not work for everybody else. And, mm. and that's, but the one thing I, I wish they would have told me at the very beginning was that it's okay not to spend every single freaking second in the in the hotel that or the mm-hmm. of the event that it's okay to go mm-hmm. outside and just breathe or go find a restaurant and, and because you feel like yeah. well I spent all yeah. this money and I have right. to do this and this and, and this there's and this. like social pressure and it's yes. a job yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah yeah it's okay yeah. you just I mean I want you there because I, I want that. you to be accessible to the people but there's going to be times where you don't have to do that just go outside yeah. and do lunch with someone get with Gregory and say, Hey, we're going to go do it's Chicago. Um, you know, do one of those deep yeah. peaches and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. you know, go yeah. from there. And those are the fun Just things. Have like a smaller group of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love yeah. that. And I love that. I love that. I hate that. I still need that affirmation, but I need to know like from other people that my introvertedness is okay. Like it's okay. And if you spend too much time giving, you're going to get to a point where you're just running on fumes and nobody wants you there. <laughs> nobody wants your company when you're just running on, you know, it's not serving anyone and it's definitely not serving yourself. Why so is Austin say, talking enough. with such a Southern accent? Why? Yes. <laughs> Why? Look, if I look. He needs to go to bed. <laughs> if I break out my Southern accent and it's like 5 p.m. You just need to pull me something like Austin. Mm-hmm. Go, go take a break baby baby i think you need <laughs> i think you need like a nap mm-hmm. and a vodka tonic and then you'll be right as rainy you can come back inside i'm like okay yeah okay. just like how she said in your own rain yeah in your own version of what i just said yeah yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, but that's those, those are the things you don't want to happen because you also don't want to come home yeah. after such a really good, awesome event and feel like you missed out on something. Yes. And that's including hanging out with your book friends that you are online all the time. That's going to yes. be different. And yeah. um, which also means I have to take my own advice because my online yeah. BFF is going to be going there too. So I'm going to be like, Brandy, Yay. let's go. I put her to work, of course, because that's hello. That's what best friends do. Um, but- <laughs> That's a true friend. Yes. <laughs> She's like, ah, bitch. I'm like, love you. Um, <laughs> mean it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll buy yeah. you a drink. Shut it. Uh- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love But that. that's why it's important. Yeah. But, yeah. um, but I also something too. So now that I know that you get tired, you start, you come up with your, your Southern accents and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that you love mm-hmm. the whole thing of the, the, you know, real life, you know, um, magical. So if, if I see you trying to get into a door that's locked, I got you. Um, okay. But then we're going to know a little bit more about you by having you tell us three things about you. Oh, yeah. And okay. we're going to try to figure out of which those three, one of them is a lie. So. Okay. Okay. I'm going to put on my best convincing mm-hmm. actor voice. Lies. I know, right? <laughs> um, okay. I once sang in front of an arena full of people. I love skydiving. I've met Wayne Gretzky. Okay. Hmm. Mm. Skydiving is a lie. Skydiving is totally a lie. Are you kidding yeah. me? I have the <laughs> worst fear of heights ever. Like even elevators. I'm just like, please let this not be a Mission Impossible moment. We just, <laughs> we just get in the elevator and then get out of the elevator, and no one dies. This would be great. And so yeah, 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 yeah. No. Woo-hoo. Yeah. yeah, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, she sings. I know she sings. So it's very possible. Um, though the venue could have been the lie, right? So, but then as soon as oh, I yeah. saw, but then I'm skydiving, I go, girl, you don't skydive. No, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. No. No, no. That's not, that's not, that's not my journey. Mm-hmm. So. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Very good. Thank you. Great. Applause. Thank oh. you. Thank you. See? When I love getting to know you guys. It's one of these yeah. little things. There's a lot that you learn, not just the fact of which one's a lie, but how they go about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. So I know we spend a lot of time talking and things like that. So I want to make sure that I get the very important, also important for us listeners is what do you have coming up next that you can share and what are you working on? I think I can share it. All. I don't think anything is has been like sequestered or anything. So mm-hmm. okay. Um so I have Nicole, uh sorry, uh Hollow Heathens is coming out by Nicole Fiorina, and she will also be at Allure. And I also did her Stay With Me series with um Michael and Gregory. So that's cool. I'm I'm so excited that that the four of us can all just like shake hands or whatever um but hollow heathens is coming out um if there are any fans of scarlet st Clair, i did the king of battle and blood and that sequel the second book queen of myth and monsters is coming out in the fall and then um the bully which is actually one of my favorites and i was kind of i wasn't surprised but i loved sophie's writing and i loved the character of cat in in both the rebel and the bully um but she she has this way of so so I'm going to go in depth because that's what I do. Uh, so Kat, I, I love the Wallflower character. 
I can identify with that really well. But I don't like it when authors like flip that and say, oh, she's magically the center of attention now. I like that just never sat well with me as a reader. And so with Kat, I love that she was this wallflower kind of mousy kind of girl and ends up being like a super spy because that, that, that would totally fit. And I would make a terrible super spy, but uh, <laughs> I, I loved that that um evolution of her character Mm -hmm. it's one of my favorites so that's why i mentioned it but yeah the bully by sophie lark is coming out soon yeah nice yeah Yeah. no it's uh when you can get a a good character and an author that writes these characters that way because there's sometimes i'm going "Mm, yeah but she Mm -hmm. doesn't like the attention but nothing she's a center okay right okay Um. (laughs) like she's like stepped into her power like that's not her power her power is staying in the shadows like that's where her power is but yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yep or sometimes when it's a sexier stuff, like all of a sudden she's a virgin, but now she's really working it, girl. And I'm going, <laughs> mm, she was a virgin just a couple of hours ago. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like, what's the actual timeline? What's the book timeline? We're yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for confidence and stuff like that, but it's, it's, yeah, there's got to be a couple of steps there where you're going, did I do that right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> did I miss something? And you're like yeah. flipping pages. Like, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, That's yeah. actually very hard as a narrator too. That's very like discrepancies in character development is, is tricky because then you got to start what I say. Uh, I call it pulling, pulling characters out of your ass. Like pulling, just, you're just like, how do I make these two things mesh together like what is the author really trying to say with this character and like that's when you have to do a little bit of investigative work investigative investigative work (laughs) and um I speak words it's great and uh uh you know figure out how those two things go together that's that can be really tricky for narrators too much less for readers yeah because it's can take you out of the story very easily yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's happened to me I'm going really I really <laughs> Puts my, it down for a while. Really, yeah, yeah. I feel like we should do a whole series of really moments, like it's yeah. series. But like really, <laughs> uh, but my really moments are like too, too much sex, too much, and like I just did a book where the character had been at the house for like three days, and she had had six love scenes, and I was like, okay, possible. But also by the end of day three, I'm going to need a power bar and a nap. Like, I just, I can't, I can't, is this humanly possible? I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. And then, and then you're like, I don't want to judge, but it's not judgy. It's just like, how can you feel anything anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I think if they would just, if they were busting out with like, Hey honey, I really would want to go for round 45, but girl needs a break and food. So like, get I your literally sexy can't ass in the feel kitchen. anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are no more receptors functioning properly. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you got me all gooey thinking of... I can't, I can't do it, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Closed yeah. for business. Yeah. <laughs> for temporary. <laughs> mm-hmm. temporary. But it, it's oh, one of those yeah. things that there's like, the t- I always say there's two camps when it comes down to book readers, you're going to have those that are all about the sexy times and the smart yeah. and there's, and that's perfect. Yeah. And I'm like, then you really are more, I mean, let's call it what it is. It's erotic 
you know, ro- it's erotica, yes. not erotic romance, because yeah. there's a difference. Um, yes. And it's purely driven by the sex. And then yeah. there is er- erotic romance where there is uh, there's plots, there's character development, and there's just a lot of sex in it. Mm-hmm. But it's not mm-hmm. the driving force. And I think sometimes yeah. that gets mixed up. And that's mm-hmm. where sometimes those conversations of like, oh, so it's not the romance and it's not a contemporary. It's an erotic. It's an erotica. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. And then yeah. it happens to be shifters, whatever, fill in the blanks. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I just, think, I think, I just yeah. need a few days to pass. I just need, <laughs> I just need, Cause then, cause then like my, I, I'm just like, I find myself like crossing my legs. Like, oh, we're, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Again. Okay. Either that or he's that good. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> damn, you he's know, very efficient. <laughs> yeah. Like, and in that case, you're like, I'll have what she's having. Thank you. Yes. But yes. yeah. So yeah. Different. Yeah. Lots of a good show. I think we're going to start calling a new segment going really. And then really? just have us discuss what our, you know, what that is for, you know, yes. for a little bit. Yep. I think you should. Totally. <laughs> I think you should like, really? Like mm-hmm. what happened to you this week that you were like, uh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> done and done. Yeah. I love it. And so was, um, you need to let us know what the name of that book is because I know listeners are going, what's the name of that book? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I yes. need it. So it's called, <laughs> yes. You do need it because sometimes, okay, so I mean, uh, timeline aside, uh, I love how uh, authors can be very creative. And so anyway, um, this is a series. It's just a two book series. Uh, It's called The Velvet. Is it The Velvet? Just Velvet Devil and Velvet Angel. And it's a mafia. I'm going to call it erotic romance. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, and it has a... (laughs) I'm laughing because it has a happy ending, <laughs> but it's like, but like practically speaking, it has a you know like all the characters are happy in the end. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it has the ATA, yeah. yeah, not a yes. happy happy ending of sorts. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's that too, but you know what? I, yeah, yeah, different levels, different levels. So Absolutely. I mean, I think I think readers will be really happy with this one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. The yeah. Velvet Devil and Velvet Angel. Velvet Angel. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. See you. Now you know where to go yeah, for that extra yeah. sexy time. Three days yes. in a row. Nope. You know, I mean, no breaks. Good. <laughs> even, even my prep. So the, the woman who preps my manuscripts will often write snarky comments. And she she's like, chapter 19. She's like, God damn. She's been there three days. I just. <laughs> I mean, yay for her, but wow. I, I, you know, at that point, we're just like, <laughs> like oh my God. So she will, she will write things into the, into the prep manuscript that, well, as I'm scrolling and as I'm recording, I'm reading all of her, oh God. All of her commentary. And it just, it makes my job so delightful. I love it. I love little stuff like that. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this has been truly a joy to spend my time talking to you. It's been literally oh, so much fun. So Yay. I'm Yay. excited for Allure. I mean, I have been before, but I'm like, oh, this is going to be extra fun now. Uh- yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm yeah. Excited. Perfect. So thank you again for being my guest and hanging out with me. And I'm going to include all of your social media links and his website as well. So everybody can follow her because they'll be telling us more Yay. about, you know, Velvet Devil sorts of things yes. and some other stuff that she's doing. Um, and that way you can get it first straight from the source of sorts. Um, and mm. that information is going to be over at Viviana Enchanters of Books on the post episode. So until next time, happy listenings. Thank you to all of our audiobook loving podcast, Patreon. 
Special thanks to Nixley Zenner, Carol Liebner, Brittany Robinette Leiter, Michelle Bastard, Brandy Schmidt, April Branson. The Audiobook Loving Podcast has special Patreon access levels. Join today to receive benefits including early access to episodes, shoutouts, special exclusive content, and much more. Support the podcast by becoming a Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash audiobookloving. We thank you for your support. Thank you for joining us on the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, hosted by Viviana Enchantress of Books. For links and more information discussed in today's episode, previous podcasts, or the Audiobook Lovin' series, please visit our website, vivianaenchantressofbooks.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a positive review wherever you listen to our podcast. Until next time, happy listening.